0: about to hear an anointed, powerful word that will change your life from Treasure Coast Victory Center. Be blessed as your faith goes from one level of glory to another level of glory. Glory to God. I'm always excited to give a word. I always am. I it's, it's an honor that God would use me. Not that I'm poor and old and all that little stuff, but I'm just saying. So those who have never heard me preach before, I just want to tell you I'm very real. I, I tell it the way the Father gives it to me to tell it. Amen. If I say something that kind of stabs you in, in your ribs, take it to the Lord. It's just the word of God. It's a sword. It comes to pull asunder the mess that's in you to get it out so you could be free. Just telling you right now, the Lord don't does not allow me to hold back. If you get a conviction, it's the Holy Ghost and it's only because I love you. Please don't write pastor reviews saying that black lady he uses is a hot mess. Please don't let her. You got enough reviews, yes. He's still deciding. He doesn't even know if I'm black yet. I just want to tell you. He's still. You black, you know, it. <laughs> that's love, people. You're like, you're not even seeing it. You're like, okay, whatever, and I love that. Like, you black. He's How long have we been here, Vinny? 15, 12 years? 13 years since my girls were 10 and yeah, a long time. And they still wondering if we're black. Well, it is okay. Won't he do it? Yes, he does. I was going to give the announcements, but we already did. Oh, I do have one women's. We have a women's meeting coming up. Yes, right, Lorna? Empower women. We're going to start this 2021. Saturday, January 30th. I had to make sure it wasn't Becky's birthday because I'm like, Becky's birthday is January 23rd. Put it out there. Women's is going to be January 30th. Okay. Glory to God. Let me see. Let me get my, my stuff all together. Oh, did I say it? Sorry. 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Saturday morning here, TCVC all day not playing with y'all I'm not playing all day come on so y'all ready y'all pray for me and let's just do this I'm really excited though I really am excited for this coming year and what I'm going to do is uh I just want to tell you that God knows exactly what is going on Let me tell you Jesus didn't fall off the throne and he's not fixing his crown going, oh, wait, wait, America's something going on. When America They're fixing my crown. No, he's God. He's God alone. He's king of kings. He's lord of lords. He already knows what's going on. And as I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be echoing off a of PT. I'm going to echo off some stuff. And I tell you, God's righteousness is being restored. I see his hand came down on the chessboard and said, enough playing games. He is bringing forth justice on the land. And you have a part to play in it. He ain't missing. God ain't missing an action. He ain't MIA, like some of the believers are. He's not MIA. So let me tell you, it says in Revelation 3.22, it says, it is he who has an ear, let him hear. And he what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Last year, myself and main man, I call him Millionaire Main Man now, because that's what I'm declaring over his life. Millionaire in the building, millionaire main man the Lord allowed us to give a prophetic word for 2020, which we both kind of was on a point where you can see clearly now. You can see clearly now. And as we see, we can see very clear. Now I say believers can see clear. I don't know what the other people are, are seeing because they're seeing some kind of stuff that I'm like, that's not even lining up with the word. They're staying in fear, all kind of stuff. But we can see clearly now what is going on. So I'm going to talk today a little bit about the season that we're in, that, that we were in, and where we're going and uh i will say this really quickly the lord showed me that's going to be like a shocking all year i don't know if anyone's familiar with that in, in military terms but it's going to be shocking all sometimes it just he just shows up and, then then t- everything is tear up and it just restores so it's like shocking like, whoa okay i was ah okay whoa ah ah are you gonna go ah right Shock and awe. I believe 2021, the Lord is showing me, that's going to be a year of things that were uh, destroyed are going to be restored. I believe many of you have had businesses who, who the enemy came in and tried to steal that thing that God's going to restore that thing. For. You're going to receive double for the trouble. I believe double is coming for your business because he owes us that. So we're going to start at 1 Kings. I'm going to read a little bit. hope that's okay. The Lord's been giving me this scripture for months now, so I had to share it. Five, let me see. No, 1 Kings 18, I'm going to start at verse 4. For when Jezebel cut off the prophets of the Lord, Obadiah took a hundred prophets and hid them by fifties in a cave and fed them with bread and water. I'm going to skip down to number 18. Elijah replied, I have not troubled Israel, but you have in your father's house by forsaking the commandments of the Lord and by following the Baals. Therefore, send and gather to me all Israel at Mark Carmel and the 450 prophets of Baal and the 400 prophets of the goddess Asherah who eat at Queen Jezebel's table. So Ahab sent to all the Israelites and assembled the prophets at Mark Carmel. Elijah came near to all the people and said, how long will you halt and limp between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people did not answer him a word. I start right there really quick and remind you how long are many of you going to halt between two different opinions. How long are you going to say, okay, God, I trust you today, but on Tuesday, you forget all about the word of God that he gave you. You forget all about the word that's right here, and you start limping. How long are you going to keep going back and forth between your own opinion? And God said, the only opinion that you need to rely on today is his. And what does the word say? We'll continue. Verse 22, then Elijah said to the people, I only remain a prophet of the Lord, but Baal's prophets are 450, 450 men. So let two bulls be given us. Let them choose one bull for themselves and cut it in pieces and lay it on the wood, but put no but put no fire to it. I will dress the other bull, lay it on the wood, and put no fire to it. Then you call on the name of your God, and I will call on the name of of the Lord. And the one who answers by fire, let him be God. And all the people answer, "It is well spoken." So Elijah said to the prophets of Baal, "Choose one bull for yourselves and dress it first. For you are many." And call on the name of your God, but put no fire under it. So they took the bull given them, dressed it, and called on the name of Baal from morning until noon, saying, "Oh Baal, heal and answer us!" But there was no voice; no one answered. And they leaped upon or limped about the altar they had made. I'm sorry, that's so funny. At noon, Elijah mocked them. Saying cry loud for he is a God. Either he is musing, or he has gone aside, or he is on a journey, or perhaps he is asleep and must be awakened. Sometimes don't you want to say that to the people who don't believe God? You're like, well, where your God at? Because you know we got we got the God of Elijah, right. we got the God of Noah, the God of, the God of Enoch, the God you know. So okay, Jesus, I tell you, we're gonna skip on down to. Thirty-three. Well, did I say about them cutting and stuff? Okay. And they cried aloud and cut themselves after their custom with knives and lances until the blood gushed out upon them. Midday passed and they played the part of prophets. (laughs) They played the part of prophets. You hear that? Played the part of prophets into the time for offering the evening sacrifice. But there was no voice, no answer, no one who paid attention. There are bail prophets in the land today. And it's not just the news media is other people in the world. But the most, I heard a guy say, I I listened to him quite a bit, Jeremiah Johnson, who said the most anointed prophets of today is the media. Because when people speak out and they watch the news and they take it as, they take that as God wrote a check and you can cash it at the bank. But they're bail. So let's see, it's Elijah's turn. Verse 33, he put the wood in order and cut the bull in pieces and laid it on the wood and said, fill four jars with water and pour it on the burnt offering in the wood. And he said, do it the second time. And they did it the second time. And he said, do it the third time. And they did it the third time. The water ran a- around about the altar and he filled the trench also with water. At the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice, Elijah, the prophet, not the one playing the part, the prophet came near and said, "O Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and and Israel, let it be known this day that you are God in Israel and that I am your servant and that I have done all these things at your word. Hear me, O Lord, hear me that this people may know that you, the Lord are God and have turned their hearts back to you. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood and the stones and the dust and also licked up the water that was in the trench. When all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and they said, the Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. And I tell you, the Lord sent the fire and it soaked up even the water. I'm telling you people, the line is drawn in the sand. It is drawn in the sand. And I have to remind you once again, what, li- what side are you standing on? Are you going to stay on the side with Baal? Or are you going to stay on the side of God? The same God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Are you going to stay on the side of the prophets and what they are speaking to you in this hour? Or are you going to limp between two different opinions? I tell you right now, it's time for you to come out the the cave. Come out the cave, people of God, and shine a light for his glory. I'm telling you, COVID was a time for the church to have a, 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 a great awakening, but instead we had a rude awakening. We had a rude one. Not only did they shut us down, but they deemed us not essential. Why is that? Because I think many people are burnt out on church. You're burnt out on church. But the thing is, you should have been on fire for the Lord God. If you're on fire, you're not burnt out on church. If you are spending time with the Father and his Word, you're not burnt out. And no COVID is going to come against you to make you start faltering and running and hiding. God is saying, come out of the cave, church. Come out of the cave and you start opening your mouth and declare who you are in him. We're not going to keep relying on our own power. You're not going to keep relying, saying, I've been saved 50 years, 40 years, 30 years. It's time for you to get a change. It's time for you to get lit up and on fire again. God is saying he's not going to use the same old, same old, same old. He said he is God, and he is going to show himself firm and in power and in glory, and he wants to use people who are willing. He wants to use those who are going to get uncomfortable and say, I don't want to be comfortable. I don't want to stay in the cave, God. I want to go shine my light for your glory. I'm coming out we got a lot of gays coming out the closet. Well, believers, come out. They shouldn't be the ones coming out. You should. Come on, the complacency in the body of Christ need to go. That needs to go. You know why? Because people keep saying, I'm saved. I just want to be saved. I'm going to be saved. But God is calling you to be saved, sanctified, and set on fire. The Holy Ghost. You're missing all the other parts. you just want to be saved and get to heaven. But God is calling you to do more than that. Live life and live life more abundantly. Yes. Yes. Come on. I looked up this survey and it says 58% believers say they don't even believe the Bible to be accurate or adequate to define morality and truth. 58% of believers, I shouldn't say, I'm going to say Christians, there's a difference everybody's Christian. Everybody like you Christian. Yeah, I'm Christian. I've been saved for 25 years. Really? Really? And I also will say this. Don't get mad at me. Christians will vote more in favor of political parties and personalities than they will on biblical values. You know why? Because they want that Burger King mentality. I want that Burger King Christianity. I want to have it my own way, baby. Can you make my burger with pickles and mayo and don't put any cheese and lettuce? You want a Burger King mentality type of Christianity. You want to say, God says he's going to rebuke the devourer for my sake. He's going to pour out a blessing that I don't have room enough to receive. But then you tithe. Oh, y'all getting quiet. Y'all getting quiet on me. They, they, you sin and then you go, the Lord's going to cover a multitude of skin. Love covers my sin because of God and his grace. But what it says, you continue to sin and then God forbid, and you continue to stay in your sin. Repent. Amen. Repent means turn from it. Turn from the behavior. Don't stay in your sin. Amen. Or we, Or oh, what else we do? We don't want to offend anybody. Because we, we, we in the body of Christ, God forbid. I don't want to offend anybody. I'm just, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. But the word says you're going to be hated for my name's sake. You ain't hated. You ain't disliked. You ain't getting unfriended on Facebook. If you ain't, you ain't speaking the truth on Facebook. <laughs> Come on, people of God. Enough of this. Enough of playing this game, enough of doing this milk warm gospel, enough of acting like Jesus still on the, on the cross. He's off. He's, he was raised up from the dead. He's standing on the right hand of the father. He's already there. So come on. Does he not live on the inside of you? I'm tired of excuses coming from the body of Christ. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of it excuse of why I'm not coming to church, why I can't make Sunday, why I can't be there on time, why I'm not going to go on Wednesday. Oh, there's a women's meeting? I'm not going to that, even though it's once every month or every two months. Oh, there's a men's meeting? I'm not going to that. God is calling you to raise up higher. You know what? You keep fitting God. You keep having God and going, God, you got to fit around my schedule. What about fitting your schedule around God? And I'm like, what is this? Let me tell you something else. God will forgive your sin. But he's not going to forgive excuses. God, no, I can't do that because you, you, you know I'm, I'm too scared. I don't have enough money. I don't have to. God is saying, enough. When are you going to stand on what he said about you? Shoot. I think that's what's wrong. And, and that's why I feel like the Lord was showing me that. That's what's wrong a lot of times with the body of Christ is that we made being believers Soft. We made us being, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm saved and saved again. We can't say anything, can't do anything because we think someone's going to say something over here, over there. I have people always say things to me and about me. I don't even care. <laughs> I have my own family sometimes. Remember you used to do that? <laughs> well, remember I don't. <laughs> oh, how about you used to do that, but when there's something going on in the family, who they calling? Me. Can you pray for me? Can you do this? Because they know who I am. I had a friend who I worked with for a month or well, months ago. I guess she got fired. Sorry. I didn't put that on there. And she reached out to me just the other day and said, Latasha, I need you to pray for my brother who's over in, in Australia who has COVID and his family. And you're the only one I know that's close to God. And I'm going, where are the believers that she doesn't know anyone else but me? But I said, honey, you reached out to the right one. You know who my daddy is. I got his ear. Oh, let me tell you, your brother's already healed, honey. Don't even worry about it. Then I just, then I just gave her basic facts. Honey, it's 99% recovery. Y'all, your, your brother gonna be okay. Your whole family's gonna be okay. Stop operating in the fear, saying we're gonna walk outside and die of COVID as soon as you walk out. Stop it. Stop it. Stop, it. Stop the nonsense. I got my family member a great aunt. I love her so much. She's 82. I'm all, she's also my godmother who I talked to the other day. And she's like, oh my gosh, I want to see you, but I'm scared. Like, you, you, I'm scared. Like, I don't know if you should come, Tash, because this and that, and you need to be quarantined. And I said, listen, I'm not waiting to come and see you when COVID is gone. I'm coming to see you now. Because when you want me to come, when there's a funeral, then we can get together. Then it's okay to get together, 10 of us. No, ma'am. I said, you know what I carry? I'm not carrying any COVID. <laughs> I carry the anointing of God, the power of God, the love of God, the authority of God. It's not coming to your house. I'm coming to bring a blessing. Amen. So I said, stop it with this mess. Take the mask Oh, I'm not going to do that. Jesus. 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 We're going we gonna... to get back to your notes, Tasha. Get back to your notes. Okay, hey, back to you. <laughs> back to the real believers, the kingdom believers, right? Back to you. Let me just remind you, I wasn't trying to come down too hard on if you come to church or not. I want to I clear that up really quickly because I don't want the enemy trying try to come in and cause condemnation on you and all that. I know we have life. I know we, we all work. I know we have things. I'm just saying what God wants to do, you need to be in the present. You need to be in the now. You need to hear this word that's coming forth. It's different to be here than to hear it online. So you need to be here. What God wants to do is to have you face to face. There's something about when the body gets together. And you got to have a hunger for that. You got to have a hunger for spending time in his presence and getting in the word and being around other believers. Cause we build each other up. Uh, iron sharpens iron. We need other women. We need to empower women. That's why we get together. We can't do it by ourselves because then when you're in a corner getting beat up, then you're calling us to say, help me get out the ditch. When you're so deep in the ditch and God said, if you, you did the main things, the simple things of even just come to church, you'll get delivered and set free just from the word alone, just from someone coming and hugging you alone. Because we always so rushed, like, okay, it's going to be 12:15. The PT and them don't stop talking and preaching. I- I'm done because I got to go to lunch. I'm hungry. God is saying, what? You don't want to sit here in his presence? We'll sit and watch a three-hour movie all day, every day. We'll sit and watch a Netflix series. But when it comes to the word of God and being in church, we want you to cut it off and be done at 12:15. We don't want to sit in his presence. But, oh, God, please take me higher. Please make t- take me to another level. But we don't want to do what we got to do to go there. To get y'all set free, I'm trying to say what's going to happen in 2021. You cannot continue to be the same way you've been for so long. He's calling us to rise up higher. I'm going to encourage you. I just got to, I just got to dig a little, but God's want me to dig a little and dig out some of the stuff and throw the dirt over there. I'm just digging. I'm digging. You came out the grave, right? Did the song say that? Come out the grave, come out the cave. Come on, Jesus. He wants us to return to our first love. And we don't say that nonchalantly. Just really your first love. I remember when ben, me and Ben met, we were teenagers. And back then, they had the phones that had to stay on the wall. Remember that? That shows our age. Wasn't any cell phones. And I, I always remember this one time we were talking really late, because you know, we always had to talk on the phone. Uh, we're on the phone all the time. Every weekend, what we doing? Like, it was like, we're not doing anything with anyone else. I just want to see your face and spend time with you and just, you're so handsome. <laughs> you know, we're on the phone so late. And I remember his dad came through and I heard him, man, you're still on the phone, it's 1.30 a.m. And I'm like, ooh, we might to get off the phone. But we were just so, I just, we just had to be together. I just want to spend time with him. He could say, goo goo gaga And I just thought, oh, that's the best thing ever. <laughs> You know, I'm thinking that God can just say one thing to you and you're like, oh, oh Lord, I love you so much. Oh, I got to spend time with the Lord. Oh, my day just messed up because I didn't even spend any time in the word or in your presence. And God is calling you to go deeper into that. Deep calleth unto deep, but you got to go deep. So get back to your first love. Let's go to First Kings 19. He's saying Deepa. That's right. <laughs> deepa. <laughs> First Kings 19. We're gonna start at 14. He said, I have been very jealous for the Lord God of hosts because the Israelites have forsaken your covenant, thrown down your altars, and slain your prophets with the sword. And I I only am left and they seek my life to destroy it. And the Lord said to him, go return on your way to the wilderness of Damascus. And when you arrive, anoint Hazel to be king over Syria and anoint Jehu, son of Nimshi to be king over Israel and anoint Elisha, son of Saphat of um, Abel Me- Meholah to be prophet in your place. And him who escapes from the sword of Haziel, Jehu will slay. And him who escapes the sword of Jehu, Elisha will slay. Yet I will leave myself 7,000 in Israel, all the knees that have not bowed to Baal, and every mouth that has not kissed him. God is raising up his true church and setting us apart. There are 7,000 that have not kissed on Baal. There are 7,000 that have not bowed the knee. And I'm telling you, we are coming to a time where the church is no longer going to be stale, lethargic, dry, and dead. He's calling us to go up higher. We're the ecclesia, and we're rising up. Who's the ecclesia up in here? Thank you. We ain't going back, we marching forward. No more drive through Sundays, right? No more drive through Sundays. We don't need any more deficient, stale, malnourished Christians. We need bold, on fire believers of the kingdom of God. And those are the ones who know the power of his resurrection. I'm going to tell you right now, there's a Philistine that has been mocking the church. It started really a lot in 2020. He's mocking the church. He's pointing at you, going, you have no power. You have nothing. Who is this Jesus? Ha, 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 ha. And just like David went and told Goliath, I'm going to cut your head off. Well, God is calling the real believers, the true Ecclesia, the ones who are kingdom anointed, who knows the word of God. He is calling us to raise up and be like David and tell that Philistine, we are going to cut your head off. And it starts today. And not only when we do that, because Jesus said he made a show of it openly. God is saying he's going to put your enemies on the stakes of the head and make a show of it openly. Because he's calling you to rise up. He's calling you to cut the heads of the devil off right now in Jesus' name. Take that giant that's facing you and you destroy it. He's not going to keep mocking you. Come on, we're reaching a whole new level of boldness. No more backing down. No more apologizing. No more doing that stuff. We're reaching a whole new level of boldness. Come on. We don't apologize because of the word of God. I don't always remember. was that Lou? Kelly said, Lou said, what do you want God to do? Come down and switch his word for you. That should be a t-shirt. Because <laughs> that's what we want. Lord, please just switch this one verse me so I can wallow in my sin and my mess. Just one verse. No, he's not. He's not doing that. So I'm telling you right now, no more preaching. I'm not going to stroke your ego. I'm not doing that. No more preaching like that. No more preaching about rainbows and lollipops. Uh Uh-uh. No more Sesame Street prophecies. No more Tickle Me Elmo and Barney prophecies. I love you. You love me. We're a happy family with a great big hug and a kiss from me to you. Won't you say you love me too? Come on. (laughs) Bye, Barney. Bye, Elmo. You want some of that, go somewhere else. Because God is not calling you to be like that any longer. No more of that. God's word is a hammer, man. It's fire. Come on, it's living, it's active, it's full of power. Gosh, if the word ain't igniting you and and, and getting you set on fire, I don't know what's wrong with you, but you need to figure it out. Come on. We not only have a divine opportunity as the church here in America, but we have some great opportunities to speak forth what God is saying concerning abortion. These cuckoos up in New York talking about nine months. You can go ahead have what the? Are you kidding me? If that ain't the devil. So what is the church doing? Are we sitting back, hoping and praying, and wishing somebody else would take care of it? No, we need to start opening our mouths. We need to start praying. We need to start. No, that's wrong. We need to start dealing with stuff like that. We need to start dealing with with religion. Religion. I didn't say relationship with the Lord. I said religion. Come on, Lorna. Like, come on, Lorna, I'm about to throw her the mic. Oh no, I tried that before, that didn't do good. I'm not throwing the mic anymore. The women all know about that. I learned from, I learned from 2020, honey. I ain't doing that again. (laughs) Sorry, Jesus. Yes, it is. We're gonna have to start praying really about voter crime. I mean, voter fraud. It's really crime. (laughs) <laughs> but I'm telling y'all, there's an increase of in revelation coming of who you are. Oh, I'm so excited about that. I really am excited because you are no longer going to be timid. You're not going to be shy because you know what? You know who the, who the, who Satan's most powerful enemy is on the earth. The church. We're the most powerful enemy that Satan has on the earth. That's us. We're the bride. We're the bride of Christ. And, but I also want to tell you, you, know what the bride is also called? A warrior. We're called warriors. We're called to battle with prayer. We're called to do a battle. We're called to contend with the word. When God calls you to stand and wait, then you stand and wait. But when he calls you to be a, a, a person of action, then it's time to do some action. He's saying this is the season to be, act- to be active. Yeah. It's not the time to stop and take it easy. Let me talk to you. Let me talk to the church. The bride of Christ. Let me talk to the bride of Christ. We know how brides look, they're beautiful. They're spotless. But God is saying now it's time to take off the wedding dress. It's time for you to put on the whole armor of God. It's time for you to put on your stomping boots. And it's time for you to take your boots and stomp on the neck of the enemy. Put him where he belongs, under your feet. And when he's under your feet, you knock him out. Don't just give him a black eye. You knock him out. You knock them out of your families. You knock them out of your finances. You knock them out of your health. You knock them out of the church. You knock them out of politics. You are supposed to do that. You are a warrior bride. God is not just calling you to stand and be pretty. He's calling you to be a warrior. You got a war on his behalf. Take the wedding dress off. It gets in the way when you're worn. But you got on your boots and your armor of God, keep that armor of God on all day, every day. And let it go forward with the belt of truth. You gotta have your belt on, that's where you keep your weapons. Keep your weapons, they are right here. Thank you, Jesus. Don't give up the fight, don't allow battle fatigue to set in. You got a few more rounds to go. The bell went ding, ding, ding. It's time for you to keep going. There's some more rounds that you got to deal with. Jesus. Come on, guys. Keep that oil flowing. Don't give up. Keep that fire flowing. Don't give up. All right, we're going to turn to Proverbs. Y'all okay? Proverbs 8. Any warriors in here? Come on. Come on. That my baby in the back? The baby even though. You know it's anointed. The baby is cheering it on, honey. You know it. Proverbs 8, verse 7. For my mouth shall utter truth. And wrongdoing is detestable and loathsome to my lips. All the words of my mouth are righteous, upright, and in right standing with God. There is nothing contrary to truth or crooked in them. The Lord showed me 2021 is going to be the year of the mouth. In Hebrew, it's pay. When I told the girls about pay, they go, oh, we're going to get paid all year. Not paid. Pay. (laughs) Well, that's us. We're going to get both. Paid and pay. The year of the mouth is, is a prophetic mandate that you got to keep your mouth aligned with God is saying. We're going to do that video, Pat. We're going to, I want to show you a quick video. I think it's six minutes, five minutes of six minutes. Okay. Um, we're going to play this quick video because the Lord wanted me to remind you about what he's saying about our election. Amen. And this is a, a prophet, Kim Clement. Amen. After cut the video out, I'm just going to put it for the, for the audio. We showed a video of Kim Clement prophesying giving the word of the Lord, talking about two terms. I know he said something about the other person, which we're all like, okay, God. Uh, For those who don't know, Kim Clement uh, was a prophet from South Africa originally. Um, Myself and Ben got a a hold of him, let's say that. We uh, started looking at his ministry back in 2003 or something. Tell you a real quick story about that. So... Uh, for those who don't know, Ben for a while was our, our breadwinner, and I stayed home with my girls and homeschooled them. So we were praying one day and we decided, let's put a seed into Kim Commit. It was sacrificial because when you just got one person working and okay, anyway, it was a sacrificial seed and our living arrangements wasn't that great. So we, we put a nice seed into Kim Commit Ministry, I'm gonna say back in 2005, um several a month or so later i'm gonna say a month and this is no joke kim clement called our house and i have it on on a tape because you know back in the day you got the voicemail you got to put the phone to it so you can record the the tape and i was going to play it for you but my tape player messed up so i couldn't play it for you guys because i kept going that maybe that was a recording yeah i'm telling myself because i'm like he couldn't he couldn't dare call us I, that was a recording I, I just know it he seriously called us and left the message and was like um it's Kim Clement. I'm calling on behalf of myself and Jane. I just want to thank you for your sacrificial gift into our ministry. I just felt the Lord wanted me to call you to put a blessing on you and your household. I mean, I was just like shocked. I'm like him, the prophet, called our house and put a blessing on us. And within that, I think a couple months, we moved into a really nice townhome. And then not even a year after that, Ben got the call for a job to come here to Florida. So I say this and say that we got the prophet's reward right there. Cause I, we chose to believe the prophet and I will tell you, Kim may not be here, but his words are still life. Like Elijah's bones in the grave. Kim wasn't one who spoke in flakes. He took time to spend time with God. I heard someone say that when he went, he had a garden in LA when he had a garden and he would sit and wait for days to hear from God that when the Lord would show up, the trees would kind of flow like this for the Holy Spirit to come through for him. Kim was one that spoke mouth to mouth with God. Mouth to mouth, like he did with Moses. It says that, thinking think, in Numbers or, or something. Mouth to mouth. So when I hear him saying that Trump is going to do two terms, I'm going to choose to believe the prophets. <laughs> Kim wasn't doing a word of discernment. He wasn't voting on his own emotions because he didn't even know Trump at all. I don't even think Trump was even thinking about running when the prophetic word went out, when the prophecy went out. He just, he just wasn't. But I know one thing. The word came to pass. Yeah. Yeah. They ain't no be no witch. Yeah. Witches. <laughs> People you say Witches. Whole bunch of witches. So I say that either there's a deception with the prophets, trusting the Lord and giving utterances and deception, or the deception is coming through the CNNs, the Fox networks, the ABCs, the MSNBCs, your family, some of your coworkers. I'm just saying some of your friends. I say deception coming through the false media. (laughs) It's some of your coworkers and friends and family who not lined up with the word of God because we know why they started the the plan-demic. I'm sorry, scam Oops, lie-demic. Come on. We know why they started it, because that's the enemy. He always wants to kill, steal, and destroy. That's what he does. He wants to disrupt, divert, deceive you, and he's trying to do it with the election, because he wants to cause division. But guess what? Satan overplayed his hand, people. He overplayed his hand. He is not going to get away with this. If prophets reveal the mind, will, and purpose of God, and they saying Trump wins re-election, then he does. I don't care about November 3rd. I don't care about the, the Supreme Court's so that they denied, didn't deny. I don't even care about January 6th. If God says he's being re-elected, then he is. God does not operate... On the electoral calendar, our calendar, when we want him to do something, we're going to stand on what God said about Trump being reelected. We know that his words do not return to him void. We know when God has a prophet say something that that word has an assignment. And I'm telling you, that assignment will be fulfilled. Ahab and Jezebel will not be in the White House. Let me say that again. Ahab and Jezebel will not be in the White House. Come on. So I say to those who have aligned themselves with the antichrist narrative, repent. I'm gonna be as bold as say this. I say those who voted for Biden and the antichrist narrative, repent it's not a democrat republican thing it's not a trump biden thing because i used to tell my parents and my family look if you take trump's personality and biden's personality away if you take their names off of it if you take their their party affiliation off of it and just look at policy who lines up with the word of god because it's a god or a devil thing it's a good or an evil thing that's it it's not i don't like his personality Can you believe it? Some of y'all might not like my personality, but I bring truth. So I really don't even care. So, and I even hear some people and people in the church saying Trump should just concede. Oh, my gosh. He should just concede. It is over with. Biden is in the office of the president of the elect. What is that? They made that up. I don't I remember Trump in 2016 being in the office of the president-elect. Anybody else remember? Give me a break. Every time I see him, I'm like, ah, ha ha laugh at him like the Lord said in the Bible. You laugh, ha, 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 next. So the ones who and concede, let me say this to you. Amos 3, 7 says, Surely the Lord God would do nothing, but he revealeth his secret unto his prophets, servants, the prophets. 2 Peter 1, says, For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Second Chronicles 20, 20 says, Believe and trust in the Lord your God, and you will be established. Believe and trust in his prophets and succeed." Deuteronomy 18, 18 says, I will raise up a prophet from among their countrymen like you, and I will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak them as I command him. Hosea 12, 13 says, that by a prophet the Lord brought Israel up from Egypt and by a prophet Israel was pres- preserved. Matthew 10:41 says, "He who receives and welcomes a prophet because he is a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And finally 1 Chronicles 16:22, do not touch my anointed ones. Hallelujah, <laughs> do not put my prophets no harm. Come on couple of excerpts. Matthew 2 says that what had been spoken through Jeremiah the prophet was fulfilled. Matthew 12 says this was fulfilled what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah. Matthew 21 4 says this happened so that the, that was spoken by the prophet will be fulfilled. The words are going to be fulfilled, people of God. Somebody got to speak it out. Somebody got to speak it out. Believe the prophets and also use your mouth to speak it forth. In 2021, God said he's raising up a Daniel generation who's not going to bow to Baal. He's raising up a Daniel generation who's not going to bow down to the idols. He's raising up a Daniel generation who won't run and get scared when the heat gets turned up. Who won't get scared when they get in the fire. Because I'm telling you who's in the fire with you and that's the Lord God Almighty. You are not by yourself. You are not by yourself when you open your mouth for him. Because he is with you. He's going to guide you and have you say exactly what you need to say to people. So don't you be scared. Don't you cower back. Don't you run and hide. God's saying, come out the cave. Come out and speak forth his word with power and glory because you know he's backing you. If you aligning yourself with the prophets, well, he's aligning himself with you. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Come on Jesus. I even hear what the Lord is saying, when, when, when you open your mouth and speak, as you are speaking something, God's bringing you the answer before you even finish it coming out of your mouth. Hallelujah. When you speak, people of God, when you speak, you believers in the kingdom of God, there's a noise that happens. When you speak, there's a shaking. When you speak, angels are about face, ready to go where you want them to go. When you speak, there's a shaking together, there's a shaking coming. And you better be steadfast, standing bold and firm when the shaking comes because judgment is first coming up in the house of God. Then it's going to go other. So where are you missing it? You, the church. And let's say this, when we speak things, we always know you got to speak it in love. That's what we always say. Let me tell you what the Lord dealt with me on this. Because I had to get delivered. One thing that I know, right, who said, nah, right, Craig? Right, Craig? That's the Lord. That's the Lord. <laughs> PT's like, no, no. No, he's saying Craig needs deliverance. <laughs> Bring it out. Let me tell you, the Lord started dealing with me on, because on, we, we as a church, we have these religious man-made sayings. One of them is we know God's control of everything. One of them is, if he might not show up when you want him, but he show up right on time. This is the one he dealt with me on when we say, well, you can't go and bring correction and speak you know, to other people in love unless you got a relationship with them. Let me tell you something. <laughs> and this time that we are in, I don't have time to sit and have lunch with each and every one of y'all to have a relationship, but I can bring the truth in love. I can bring you truth. Because I care about you. This whole relationship stuff. If someone comes to you with the truth and they don't have a relationship with me, honey, it's the truth. I got to, hey, that's the truth. I might be a little upset, but that's the truth. You don't have to have a relationship with me to give me truth. That's love. The truth brings you love. Truth don't care about your feelings. Truth don't care about your emotions. Truth don't care about you getting offended and wanting to leave the church. Because let me tell you, I was talking to Ben yesterday and we were talking about Peter, how Jesus said, "I rebuke you, get behind me, Satan." And PT. would tell me, "Get behind me, Satan, I'm offended. I'm leaving the church." I know you ever said it to me? Because <laughs> that's how we are. you get some word and it's so hard because, oh, it wasn't in love. No, it's love, because love it cares more about my character than it does about my feelings. Love cares more about my integrity than it does my feelings. Love cares more about the purpose of God on my life than it does my feelings. So I'm warning you right now, if I come to any of you and giving you truth and love, take it. Take it it to the Lord and pray because we don't have time for all this built relationships. I don't know everybody on my Facebook page. I don't know all of my friends, but if I'm bringing truth and they don't like it, too bad. You will receive it later on. It's truth. Truth don't go away. I don't care how much you try to think about it, wish it away, say, no, it's not right. It's truth. The word of God is truth. So you may or may not like it, but too bad. But we got to stop it with this man-made, come up with these things so we can make everybody feel good and stroking your head because we don't want you to leave the church. Well, baby, if you got to leave, don't let the dough hit you where the good Lord split you because you know what? We're going to have stuff to do. We got stuff to do. And we need you on board. Sorry, not sorry. In name of Japanese, Sawanawa. <laughs> Pastor can rebuke me later in love. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I told y'all. I told y'all. Y'all better pray for me. Man, it's love. It's love. It's love. It's so much love. I have so much love for you all. The Lord loves you all so much that he was like, Tasha, go bring this word. I will. You know what? Because you, he's, he's raising up people and even doing a work in me, but raising up people who's going to speak the word of God without compromising and it's going to come out like fire. And it needs to burn off of you everything that's holding you back. You may not like it in the beginning, but later on you're going to go, "Ooh, that burn feel real good. Ah, thank you for burning me right there. That felt good. Get that off of me. Should Kelly know about that? Lou are bringing her some burns. So I tell you right now, uh, we're gonna have bandages and band-aids in the back at the end of today, so we can wrap you up and keep you moving. Come on, Shazi says she's a nurse. She specializes in wraps. <laughs> Cause Ben aids a cold press. We can even pray and supernaturally see some things happen right now. But, you know, whatever. Jesus, you got to grow, man. Some of y'all in this room who's going to have that mouth that has to open up and is going to speak for fire, some of you in here. So while you're speaking, the love that you have to make sure that you may not even feel that good when you're speaking it. But like I said, love doesn't care how you feel. If you feel good or not, feel good. And you can't sit there and go, well, that word wasn't anointed because I didn't feel that good. We're getting past that, right, people of God? We're not led by our feelings or emotions. We can't be in 2021. If you did in the past, stop it. Because we're led by the Spirit of God. Come on. All right, going to go to the last one. Uh, Habakkuk 3. I want to tell you, too, that 2021, the beginning, is not going to be uh, peaches and cream and roses. It's going to be a bumpy ride in the beginning. So I want to just tell you right now is to make sure you got some stuff stocked away. I know we're Florida and Floridians, and we know for some hurricanes, but get you some water stocked up. Get you some food. Get you some Charmin. Everyone knows how I love Charmin, honey. I'm telling you, I had a taste of socialism during the pandemic, and that socialism stuff, we're having to wait in line for some toilet tissue? And, wa- and then tell me you can only get one? And then only one thing of water? That's socialism, people of God. That's a taste of it. So that's what I'm saying. If you voted for that, you need to repent because that's an antichrist narrative. And you didn't say, Father, I didn't know out of ignorance or whatever it is. But I can tell you, if you were in this church and you went that way, oh, good Lord Jesus, I-, I don't know what else to say. But you need to repent because that is mess. And I sit there, my father called me uh, the other day and he's like, so what do you think about you know, this stimulus check? And I was like, I'm not thinking about a stimulus check. Cause daddy, the stimulus check don't provide for me. My father in heaven provides for me. I'm not sitting there waiting on a deposit in my account. I got a deposit from heaven each and every day. Need no check. And I get it. People have lost their jobs and looking for, I get it. But where's your mind? At? Is your mind more on a check from stimulus from the corrupt government? Yeah. Who we all know is crazy, who they Trump got up saying give two thousand. They only want to give six hundred but give billions to other countries. Get out of here. What six hundred dollar check? Man, I got a father God who can make me a millionaire overnight. I got a God who can change my circumstances overnight. Just like he did the lady at the well, switched her around. Just like he did David, he was in the in the field and was king overnight. I don't have time for this six hundred dollars. I got a God who can make that a hundredfold. Right, millionaire man, man. Do me a favor. When y'all see Patrick, y'all call him Millionaire Main Man. We're all going to keep speaking it. He's going to be the beginning of millionaires in this place. More millionaires. Honey, yes. Okay, where am I? Back okay, I didn't even turn to it yet. Yeah. Sorry. How am my time. I'm sorry. But we're not, we know it's after 12, but look here. What do we say? We're staying here. We're waiting. Should said fast? We are staying here and waiting because you want to hear the word of God. Shake yourself up. I'm almost done. Shake yourself up. I just finished this out. Amen. Fix it, Pastor Tosh. I know what you're <laughs> That's another T-shirt. Okay, I'm back at three. I'm going to start at three. God, well, I'm going to go to here. Yeah, God, approaching from Sinai, came from, did I say three, three? Okay, God, three, three. God uh, came from Timon, which represents, uh, represents Edom, and the Holy One from Mount Paran, Selah. Pause and calmly think of that. His glory covered the heavens and the earth was full of his praise and his brightness was like the sunlight. Rays streamed from his hand and there in the sun splendor was a hiding place of his power. that Okay. 2021 we're going to see the Lord's hand move in unprecedented ways. We're going to see it because you know God deals with intentional sin and rebellion and people are going to continue to get exposed in the church, yes, but also in bigger arenas. The political-type atmosphere is going to get exposed. We even heard Kim Clement talk about that in 2007, that we have seen so much corruption and evilness in that field that it's ridiculous. So we said we can see clearly now, yes, and God is going to continue to expose that, and that's why we're going to have the shock and awe. It's like, what? I'm going to tell you right now, don't even start thinking about Pence doing something on the sticks. God called Trump. People are going to get exposed. The counterfeit is going to get exposed. The self-serving, the religious, the carnal people are going to get exposed. Because if I said it before, PT said it before, the prophets are saying it before, righteousness, judgment, and justice is coming on the land. Because God hates robbery. He hates robbery. He hates wrongdoing. And I'm here to tell you he is going to restore us. It's going to be a year of reaping what you have sown. That's a good thing. Reap what you have sown. Because things are going to change suddenly and quickly. And when it says the Lord has the power in his hand, baby, I'm telling you, he started releasing that thing. Woo! You better be on the right side. You better stop it with your mess. Stop it with making up your own Bible stuff. Stop it. Stay on his side. Let's go to Isaiah. I'm just about done. Isaiah. Isaiah 61, you probably know this verse a lot. 61, I'm going to go at verse 6. But you shall be called the priests of the Lord. People will speak of you as the ministers of our God. You shall eat the wealth of the nations and the glory once that of your captors shall be yours instead of your former shame you shall have a twofold recompense instead of dishonor and reproach your people shall rejoice in their portion therefore in their land they shall possess double what they have forfeited everlasting joy shall be theirs hallelujah those who stood and did not cower down will receive double we're gonna see double double favor is gonna hit you like a ton of bricks Double increase, double anointing. The apostolic and prophetic is increasing, is doubling up. For what was stolen is going to be restored, double. Like I said, don't go by how it looks in the beginning. Beginning of the year, you might still go like, is this still 2020? Nope, it's not. But as we said, we had a good year. I think I made the most money I ever made in 2020, but that's just me saying. But ain't that when you're in the kingdom of God? I don't lack. We don't lack the righteousness and will not be forsaken. I don't go begging for bread. You telling me? Man, please. Please. When I tell you signs, wonders, and miracles are going to be on the rise and increase, signs, wonders, and miracles. That's why I had to wear my Wonder Woman pants. I'm like, wonder. I'm a Wonder Woman. I'm a Wonder Woman. (laughs) 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 Zimmy bought me a Wonder Woman mug. I'm like, yes, Jesus, yes. So I go, that's prophetic. My Wonder Woman pants. Let me tell you, right? Let me t- I, had, let me, the, I was off of work two weeks, no work, no school. I was like, thank you, Jesus. I going to spend time with the Lord. I'm going to do all this. I'm not watching Netflix. I'm not doing a series, and I didn't. All of a sudden, probably the other day, I was like, what is this Warrior Nun movie on Netflix? Let me see the warrior nuns. There was some bad ladies, man. They didn't play. They had their little cute little nun outfits as they walked around. And then it was time for battle. They put these pants on. A little cover thing got rid of their hair, had their little armor on front, and was like getting it. Now, what they did is they was delivering demons. However, they were beating people up first to get the demon out. Like you see the spear and they're beating them up. And then the, the, the demon came out, and the guy's like, what happened? You're fine. You got set free. But he had a black eye, busted nose. I'm like, thank <laughs> <laughs> the Lord. <black> we got the true way of deliverance. Cause, But, hey, if you got to get it out by punching him in the stomach or the nose, then so be it. I don't know. No. But I loved it. Yeah, you're the black eye. But I was like, these warrior nuns are getting it. But. I'm like, why are they beating the man up so bad? It was, is he going to live? The demon's still living, but he's dead. But, well, okay. Thank you, Lord. He gave us the right way to do deliverance. Jesus. <laughs> all right, I'm just about done. So let me just say this. Two weeks ago, PT uh, preached a word, and I went to him and said, that was my word. I should have preached that myself. I just should have preached it. You know, and I loved it. I mean, all your words are on fire and lit. They are lit up in here. That's how we do it, TCVC. Every word is lit, you don't know what that means? Look it up. <laughs> Lit. Yes, there you go. That's, that's it. Lit. So right at the end of it, all of a sudden I hear this word, and I'm yelling. I think Patrick and Lauren and my girls hear me, and I'm like, he's roaring. The lion is roaring. Like, he's roaring. And people like, I got to pray. Yes. So as I get knocked out, the Lord had me on the ground and was showing me that, yes, it is the year of the roar. We're, about, we're hitting, once again, the Roaring Twenties, right? Roaring Twenties. So I had to look it up. What is Roaring Twenties? And this, it's a time when people defile prohibition. They ain't mind getting drunk. We don't mind getting drunk in the spirit, okay? Amen. Indulge in new styles of dancing, dressing, rejected many traditional standards. We're rejecting the traditional, traditions of man, right? The decade in the United States commonly referred to as the Roaring Twenties because it was a time of extreme and often excessive celebration and advancement. The term roaring speaks to the loud, exciting, and exuberant events of the era. We are hitting a time of victory and celebration, y'all, in 2021, where it's going to take a while. It's not going to be just one day, one month, but the Roaring Twenties. And we're not looking at what happened at the end with the Great Depression. No, 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 God said that's not it. But we are are in a time right now, 2021, we're entering a season of the Roaring Twenties. It might look a little crazy in the beginning, but I'm telling you, hold on. Celebration is coming, people of God. Get ready to celebrate. There's going to be an outpouring of his glory where we are going to just walk walk in revival. Walk in revival. We're not going to have to wait for it. We're going to walk in revival. Thank you, Lord. Even though the devil may seem like he is winning and he may be raging, but I'm telling you, the true church is rising. We are given a roar like never before. And those who roar, we hear the sound of the lion. We know we want to be drawn to that roar. Come on. The line of the tribe of Judah is roaring, people of God. The Ecclesia is rising. The warrior spirit is arising right now like never before in Jesus' name. That fire is rising. I said, where are the warriors at today? Where are the watchmen that's on the walls not going to come down? Where are the gatekeepers? Where are the ones who know who is and who was and who is to come? Where are the ones that says he's he was a way maker out of no way? Where are the ones who know who he is that say it doesn't matter, even if it looks like it's not going to work? God is saying it's working. We're the ones who believes God to say, even though it looks impossible, God says it's possible with me. It may look impossible with man, but not with me. We're the ones who choose to believe God's word, no matter what. Doesn't matter how it looks like, what you're feeling like. Who choose to believe? Who's saying we're gonna stay on the wall? We're gonna stay warring on that word. We're gonna stand on it. We're gonna roar like He's calling us to roar, right? Now, I just thank you that, that God has called you, many of you, as reformers in Jesus' name. Many of you are pioneers and your forerunners who's not checking out or sitting down. We got the year of the church, the year of your mouth, the year of exposure, the year of justice and judgment, the year of righteousness, the year of double, hallelujah, the year of the roar for the roaring 20s. And I'm just telling you, you got to run with power and authority. Let's go. Come up higher. Let's rise up and roar, people of God. Hallelujah. Come on. Let's give God a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Roar to you, God. We say yes, 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 God. Hallelujah. You're worthy, God. You're worthy, God. Yes, yes. You are worthy, God. Thank you, Jesus we hear your roar god we say yes to you lord we say yes to you god thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus glory 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 Y'all take this with you and go and be the church, the true church. Be kingdom believers, not Christians. You're kingdom believers. And it's time for us to rise up, rise up. Let that rise up on the inside of you. Father, I thank you for what you're doing today and every day. I thank you, Lord, that you are a good God, a mighty God. I thank you that you are the line of the tribe of Judah and you live on the inside of us. God, I thank you that you are roaring and we roar with you, God. I thank you that truth, justice is prevailing in America. Father, I thank you that we choose to believe your prophets. When you say Trump is going to be reelected, Father, we choose to believe your word that he will be reelected because you have plans for America. You have plans for America. You don't plan to put somebody in the White House who's going to want to kill babies. You don't want to put someone in the White House who. going to... Going to agree with homosexuality in that marriage, that's not you, for you have called America for such a time as this. And Father, we thank you, Lord, we thank you that you will expose those who are against Trump right now in Jesus' name. And Father, put people around him that know your word and truth and will speak over him and speak to him what you are saying, God. We just thank you for what you are doing, Father. I speak. Tr- strength to trump. I speak protection for him and his family in Jesus name and father I say we as a church will no longer be how we made it. We won't do what we used to do but we're going to go forward in what you have for us God and it starts today. We repent for what we have made it. We repent for missing it. We repent for always giving you an excuse for when you called us to do something God. We say no more excuses and we just thank you God we say we thank you we say use us any way you want, any way you want. It's not even about us anymore. It's about you and your kingdom and what you want us to do, God. So we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. It's going to be an amazing, exciting year, a year of celebration, God, a year of events that's going to blow our mind, God, a year of shock and awe. We thank you for the year of double. We thank you for where the enemy tried to come in and steal, Father, that we're going back on this land and we're taking back everything that was stolen. We just thank you, Jesus. Jesus. I thank you for the warrior anointed to rise up in your people. I thank you that they strap themselves with your sword and your armor and your shield, God. And no more will they take what the enemy is saying, no more will they take it lying down, but they are standing up firm in your word. I thank you, Lord, for everyone in here who needs healing. I declare healing to your body right now in Jesus' name. From your hair follicles to your toenails, you are healed. The healing balm of Gilead just flowed throughout your body, your veins, your vessels, everything. Your body is fearfully and wonderfully made, and it's going to function according to divine protocol right now in Jesus' name. Anything that's in you that is not supposed to be in you, we rebuke it and call it out. Thank you, Jesus. I say that people of God not taking depression with them. They're not taking anxiety with them in this new year. They're, not, they're doing a divorce right now from that in Jesus' name. No more. Thank you, God. You are such a good God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We give you glory for it right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, we see you guys. You want to go?